0: Thanks for listening to the Cool Church Podcast. We're praying that wherever you are on this journey, that this message encourages you. And we wanted you to know that you were created out of love. And now, here's today's message. Do you guys have your Bible? Paper Bible, electronic Bible? Let me see it. Let me see Yeah, that's great. That's good. So if you have your Bible with you, and if you don't have a Bible, that's fine. We're going to put it on the screen for you. I want you guys to go to Exodus 4, 10, 12. Don't worry if you don't have a Bible. You're going to put it right there. Yeah, so verse 10 says, Moses said to the Lord, Pardon your servant, Lord. I have never been eloquent, neither in the past, nor since you have spoken to your servant. I am slow of speech, and tongue verse 11 says the Lord said to him who give human beings their mouths who makes them deaf or mute who gives them sight or makes them blind it is not I the Lord verse 12 now go I will help you speak and will teach you what to say If you are taking notes today, the title of this sermon is simply this. You are good enough. You are good enough. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. We praise your name, Lord. I just want to say thank you for this amazing day. I thank you for this amazing church, Lord. Father, before this word is for the church, it's first for me. This is a word for me first. Father, I believe at the end of this service, someone's going to be reminded that they are good enough because they are the sons and daughters of God. Father, we love you. We praise you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. And everybody say, and everybody say, come on, lift up a shout, come on. Thank you so much, Ruth. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you. Like I was saying earlier, my name is Joel Marcellus. I was born and raised in the 509. Yeah. Which is a fancy way to say that I was born in Haiti. Any Haitian in the room? All right, let, let me try one more time. Kota ECM, yo! Yeah. If you're watching online, I mean, we, we have everybody here. We have Hispanics, we have Haitians, we have Africans, we have we have everybody. So come down and have fun with us. It's a, it's a, it's an amazing church. So in Haiti, if you didn't know, we speak two languages. It's the official is Creole and French. But some of my brothers and sisters, you know, Haitian brothers and sisters, it's, ah. I'm not going to stop in that, you know, uh, uh, Creole and French. I'm going to go and learn English, Spanish, Greek, Latin, Japanese, Chinese. I never met someone who speaks Chinese before, but yeah, they do that. They are very smart. But me, I said, (laughs) I am going to stay with my Creole and French. That's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm doing. Nothing else but i was a huge fan of gospel music i didn't understand all the time what they were saying but i got the hallelujah the praise god the god bless you but that's it my, my my english wasn't that great people and i used to listen to kirk franklin uh fred hammond yolanda adams byron cage we bless in the city yeah, that's what i used to listen to but tell if you ask me what this guy's saying after that i have no idea my English is not that great. But I also used to listen to uh, R&B too. <laughs> I don't know, if you sound good, there is uh, some great you know, vocal arrangements, you're part of my playlist. I have no idea, I love music. So they used to have this type of tape in Haiti, I mean, not the, I'm mean, i pretty sure you guys have it, uh, Maxell tape. Those were kind of like the, the, the CDs, you know what I'm saying? They, they sound so great. You know, and I, and I used to uh, record music on them when they were playing on the radio, and I, I press record. That's how I used to get my songs. But I don't know what I'm getting. I, I, it sounds good. I record it. That, that's what it is. So if you if you are listening to my mixtape, you're gonna hear "You Don't Have to Worry," and, uh, and you're worshiping, and then the next one is "No Matter What I Do." And you're like, wait, 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 wait a second. What just happened? I don't know. I'm putting music on my mixtape. I have no idea. It sounds good, it's a great transition. Same chords, what are you talking about? I have no idea. So I'm putting stuff together, you know. I I, I pray sometimes, I say, Father, God, bless me. Father, I'm I'm going to sleep. I ask that you send your angels around me, Lord. And I say, in Jesus' name, amen. Play, no matter what I do. He's he's a merciful God, right? He said, oh, look at him. He doesn't know. Look at Jit. He loves music. My English wasn't that great, man. And I came here to the United States. So my first experience uh, was amazing. So I was uh, home, Uh, I was watching the 70 shows. Uh, You guys know the show, right? But uh, you guys know it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I was watching the show. I don't know what they're saying uh, at all. So it's like, if I don't want to be rude. They are laughing, I'm laughing with them. I have no idea, (laughs) (laughs) I'm practicing my English life. (laughs) I don't know. While I was watching the show and and I heard someone knock on the door. That was my first experience, yo. Fresh from Haiti. And I look out the window, I saw this, this gentleman. I'm like, wow, okay. So I opened the door and you know, when you, my brain couldn't really process everything because I didn't speak the language. I found out later on what he was trying to tell me. But I understand, I understood what he was trying to do in a couple of minutes. And he opened the door and say, oh, sir, how are you doing today? My name is So-and-so, and I work for FPNL and uh, Because the way FPNL used to do things before, now one click blackout, right? But before, they used to send an agent in your backyard and then make stuff happen so i'm looking at him he said well i'm here to catch your power basically and i'm looking at him like <laughs> they said that the, the most kind people are sometimes people who don't understand the language you can't say that hey we about the plane is about to go down <laughs> we don't know we have no idea absolutely no idea so i'm standing there he gave me the paper he said so are you good and then He said, okay, I guess not. So give me the paper. You know, I'm Haitian. I'm going to give the sound effect. So I went back to my room to watch the 70 shows and keep practicing my my laugh, my English laugh. And I heard in the background, in my backyard, I, and I'm like, wow. That's what he was trying to tell me. That if I don't pay, I'm not going to have no power. And I called my dad. I said, dad, no power, no food. Yeah. My English wasn't that great. Oh, it happened in school, too. So when you when I come here, you know, it's all before they put you uh, a certain level, you have to take a test, right? So um, I went to school, I said, well, I need to speak English. So I went and uh, I took a test. But the way they teach you how to take tests in Haiti is like, you know, you kind of you see it. Even if you don't understand it, but if they look the same, that's probably the answer. So I'm guessing, I'm putting stuff together. Mm, eh. Uh that look good. Okay, power. Boom. I'm guessing. Okay, cool. And when they give the result, they say, Oh my gosh, you are so advanced. I'm not who? You say we're gonna put you in level five. I'm not level what put me in level one. I don't know. I was guessing. What are you talking about? I'm guessing. You say no, no, your English is perfect. Me? You know what I mean? Level 5 I found a way I kind of like You know Passed level 5 And I went to take GED So I fell five times I failed four times y'all uh, I took GED You know And the fifth time The fourth time I said I'm, I am not going to take this no more I'm done I'm tired And I went home I'm like What am I talking about I can move forward If I don't take this GED test <laughs> So I went back I passed it Yeah 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 yeah, right? Thank you. Yeah, y'all are so kind. And then I moved up to college. You know, I went to Bible school, you know, Kirk Franklin. And, and these people were like the people that I like to see. You know, not only like they, they make music, they produce music, but they also, you know, they know something about the word. They know the word. I said, I want to be just like them. So I went to Bible school, Trinity Church. Pastor Rich and Wilkerson. Pastor Rich Wilkerson in Robin. Yeah. I said, I want to know the word too. So when I went there, one of the requirements was, if you are a student, you need to preach at least once a semester, 10 to 15 minutes, you need, you gotta preach. For me, this requirement, nah, that's not for me, y'all. That's for the people who were born here. Or maybe you, you come here, your English is perfect, but that's not well. what are you talking about? So I said, yeah, I'm a student, but I know I'm not gonna preach. That's my excuse. <laughs> You know, I see other people. I clap for them when they preach. And then one day I was home and I received a text. The text said, uh, hi, Joel. I just want to let you know that you are preaching this Monday. You never receive a text and you laugh because this text is not for you. There is no way. This person definitely confused. I look at this. Like, <laughs> Ooh, that's not mine. There is two reasons why I laugh. The first one, I'm like they will never call me to do this because they know I have a a heavy accent, that would never happen. And the second reason is because there is one of the student, my classmates, his name was Joel Mathis. My name is Joel Marcellus, his name is Joel Mathis. So you see how you can get confused real quick? So you thought that you were going to send it to Joel Mathis but you said it to me. So I look at the text, I I went to sleep, chill, I'm going to receive a text that says that. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, I, that was not for you. That wasn't meant for you. That was for Joel Matthews. Two days passed. And I'm like, okay, let me, let me help him. I'm going to help him and let him know that, sir, you made a mistake. You thought you were going to send it to Joel Matthews, but you sent it to me. I send the text, and I'm like, yes, I just saved the world. After a couple of minutes, I receive a text, say, hey, Joel, I know exactly who I sent this text to. I said it to Joel Marcellus. Church, I'm not even gonna lie. I have a headache, uh, I have a fever, my blood pressure goes so high, and I'm like, no, unless these people wanna have an international language day. That's what they want, because I will come and say, good morning church, Bonjour benio, and then I'm done. I'm out. I said, these people cannot call me. Why, why would you call Joel? I'm not, I'm not good for that. I, I can't even speak that well. Hey, what are you talking about? I'm from Haiti, man. You know, we have two official languages. I mean, we're talking about Creole and French. I don't, I'm, I'm, the only English that I have, people, is English for me to survive. I do not have English to share with anybody. I have business English. That's what I have. And they are asking me to share a word, what? I said, definitely not. That's not gonna happen. I said, I'm about to text him, say so that, sir, you made a huge mistake. I'm not going to do this, because I'm not good enough for that. Come on, come on. So, I pick up my phone, I start to like text, and i So, I spend Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I'm complaining. Why me? I'm not good. Why are you asking me to do this? I'm in Haitian. I have a heavy accent, man. These people what's going on here? And then on Friday night, I said, well, let me, let me put my English business on, on my paper and see what God's gonna do. And then on Monday, they called me. Said, are you ready? I said, no. And then they called me on stage and that was the first time I preached my first ever sermon. And it was in English. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so when I read this scripture, I'm like, I understand Moses. What are you talking about? He said, I'm not eloquent. I can't even speak. What are you talking about? I can't even do this. You know, and, and probably he was thinking that, you know, I'm, I, I killed someone, I killed an Egyptian. Why would you call me to do this? You can't call someone else. Some people have like a, a, the best record. I, I'm not, I'm not, why would you call me? He give excuses. I give excuses. It's probably not the same as this. But I fight. You know, probably go back to his past, man. Say that, you know, I can't do this. I, 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 I wanna ask you this question. I'm to ask you this question. Are you believing the facts of the enemy or the plan of God? Let me tell you something. <clears throat> when the enemy is coming at you, he's not making up stories, he's using things that really happen to your life. You doing the work of God? You don't remember what you did, you went to jail for what you did. Yeah. You? Having a family? Yeah. You don't know what happened to your mom and dad? Look, look. you, you come from a dysfunctional family. Yeah, right, right. And you think that you can do this? Yeah. Oh, you? Yeah. You don't know what the doctor says? You will never be able to do this, you can't remember, you can't, you, you're sick. Yeah. You're sick, you can't do this. Are not good enough to do this. And you hear this voice constantly in your mind. All the time. And the crazy thing about it, you started believing these facts. Because they are facts. They really happen to you though. Because he will never come to you with a story that he made. He didn't make that. He gotta come to you for for another for him to stop you from your purpose. They gotta give you the facts to stop you from moving forward. You know, the, the only reason why the enemy is coming and talk to you about your past, and maybe something that you do in your present is because it's limited. He can only use your past and maybe your present against you because he don't know what your future holds. The only one who knows your future is God. He doesn't know nothing. A lot of us are not walking in our purpose because we are so attached to our past and present mistakes instead of believing God's plan in the future that he has for us. We believe more what the enemy says, what the doctor says, what the friend says, instead of believing what God says, he said, "Oh oh, oh yeah i'm going to tell you you 're going to see it facts, but are you willing to believe those facts, or are you choosing to believe god 's plan and sometimes it comes from a friend, someone that you really value it comes from from your mother sometimes, from your father, from your husband and wife. Sometimes they are the ones telling you, Oh, you can't do this. You think, you? Nah, but You can't do this. Because every, everything that he can do to stop you from responding to the calling of God, he will do it. I ask questions. I didn't want to do it myself. But I believe God. you are good enough and sometimes we 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 lost our identity your name was James because you talk about this mistake so, so much your name is no longer James you carry the name of your mistakes you completely lose who you are you keep talking about this mistake over and over and over and over that he becomes who you are you forgot that you are sons and daughters of God. And sometimes you play God. You said that, I mean, God forgave you a long time ago. But you keep talking about it. Yes, you made the mistake, but God forgive. And the enemy knows that. They can't hear you talk about it. And they kept using it against you. You are not good enough. And sometimes we believe it. Just pay attention when you listen, when you receive this promotion or you receive someone that says, "Yeah, hey, you're gonna hear the voice that is coming to your mind. But just pay attention, all of them come from your past and sometimes your present mistakes. Are you willing to believe the facts of the enemy or the plan of God? Second thing I want to talk to you about today is that you are good enough for God to use you for His plan. (laughs) Some of us we 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 suffer from this. Oh, the little me. Me is you don't see me, Joba? I mean, you sing and now you're preaching with an accent. I can't even do what you are doing. I I only fix chairs. The the little me. I don't have your talent. I don't sing like you. Uh, How God's gonna use me? The little me? Not good. We're comparing our gifts. God never called us to be the same. But sometimes we're telling God, what you give me is not enough. Give me something more. I want his gift. So that I can feel that he can use me for his purpose. I do feel like the little me. We have the little me spirit. <laughs> so if you are fighting with this today, I'm just gonna let you know that the kingdom of the kingdom of God is loves the little things. Oh, you think it's not enough? I'm gonna give you some example. Matthew seventeen twenty twenty one. For truly I tell you, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible to you. Mustard seed? Can you show a picture of the mustard seed, please? You see this little dot right there? That's that's mustard seed. What this can do. Why God have to go and talk about a mustard seed, little things, and say with this, you can move mountains. Because you understand our mindset, we're gonna look at the size of what we have. But don't believe that God can use what you have to do great things. So he got to come and tell you. If you have faith like this little thing, if you, the little gift that you think you have, if your faith is like this, and you think God can use it, you can do miracles. Oh, you're still thinking that, oh. Uh, uh, the, the master seed, just to let you know, is 1.2 millimeters long. Insignificant, huh? I'm gonna give another example. Uh, Jesus the five loaves and two fishes. Luke 9 verse 16, 17, says, Taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, he gave thanks and broke them. Then he gave them to the disciples to distribute to the people. They all ate and were satisfied and the disciples picked up twelve baskets full of broken pieces that were left over. He gave thanks and broke them. They didn't have a lot. Of, we're talking about like almost 5,000 people. But he used this little amount of bread. And he gave thanks. That tells me when God bless it, it is enough. You're looking at it, it's nothing, but it's because you don't put God in it yet. The little gift that you think you have, once you put God in it, he can do miracles. Oh, okay, I have another one. David, right? First uh, Samuel 17, 40, 50, David and the five stones. David didn't have a machine gun. He got five stones, y'all. And the crazy thing about it, David was overlooked. When the prophet came, said I'm gonna anoint the people, David wasn't part of the people that he he was supposed to anoint. He wasn't. The dad didn't bring him in. So you think you overlooked? You are qualified. Oh, people are talking about say, hey, you're not good. Well, in the kingdom of God you are. Moses, y'all. Moses, our staff. We can go outside right now and just take one. You can just pick it up and say, Yeah, this is mine. Exodus 10, 14, 20, uh, 10, 29. But I'm going to leave 15. He said, Then the Lord said to Moses, Why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move on raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground some of us are we are crying God use me I don't have nothing but I, I give you a gift I, 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 I want to follow what you call me to do but in your eyes you, are, you have something in mind you say that this is how I want my gift to be but you're not even paying attention to what he gave you. Because we're so focused on looking at other people's talent and gift that we don't pay attention to what God gave us. Not everybody was called to sing. Not everybody was called to be a musician. Find your gift and God will definitely use it. The staff was just a staff in Moses' hands, but when God starts using it, it becomes a tool for a miracle. Your talent is just a talent, but when God starts using it, it becomes a tool for your miracle. Jesus is going to keep on bringing big results out of small things. Big result. I just, I, just, I just read to you all the little things. There is more. Jesus didn't have to come on earth like he came. He's a king. He could have like 5,000 angels singing, hallelujah. But he said, no, no, I'm not going to come like that. I want to relate to you. I'm going to come and I'm going to be born in a manger. My dads and my they're going to be carpenters. So that we can relate. Because what happens sometimes we feel like we need to be a certain way to do God's work. I'm going to show you as the king of kings and the savior. I'm going to humble myself and relate to you. So that you don't ever think that I can do this because I'm not at that level. You can always look out to Jesus and say that, man... I see a person I can relate to. It doesn't matter where I come from, my background. It doesn't matter if if I'm Haitian. It doesn't matter if I have an accent. God can use this. The same thing that you think that is not great, he can use it for his purpose. He can use it for his purpose. I'm not trying to be anybody else. God did not call me to be anybody else. He called me to be me. The mistakes that you make does not define who you are. It refines who you are. Does not define who you are. It refines who you are. And sometimes we say that, God, why are you sending me? Send someone else. Okay. And the same, and the same, sorry, uh, Moses said, uh, well, uh, pardon your servant, Lord, please send someone else. Then the Lord's anger burned against him, Moses, and he said, what about your brother Aaron, the Levite? I know he can speak well. He's already on his way to meet you. Oh, you, th- you think you're going to get out of this? All right. I, I already know how you think. I'm going to send your brother. He's on his way already spoke to him i love this he, he will be glad to see you yeah yeah yeah. he'll be glad to see you you sh- you not me you shall speak to him and put words in his mouth i will have both of you speak and i will teach you what to do he will speak to the people for you and he will be as if he were your mouth <laughs> And as you were, as if you were God to him. That's Exodus uh, 4, 13, 17. The last one, I like it. God, God is, is, is amazing. He said, but take this staff in your hand, so you can perform the signs with it. Oh, oh, you think you were out of it? Oh, Moses said, I'm out of this. Man, I already said everything, my excuse, perfect. I gotcha. said, oh, okay. I'm going to send your brother. You, not me. You're gonna speak to him You still have a work to do You're still gonna be the person That put the vision I gave you that vision You can try to do anything that you wanna do But you're gonna end up being the leader You can come with all the excuses But you're still gonna be the you, You're gonna talk to him and You know what you're gonna do? You're gonna take this, staff. I'm not gonna give up. That's you because I called you for this I didn't call nobody else. I called you. Pastor gave me 120 minutes to preach. He said that. I just wanted to be obedient. I'm just kidding. He did not. He did not. He thank you, Pastor, for for two hours preaching. He didn't say that, y'all. He didn't say that. I'm going to need the keys real quick because my time is up. In the beginning of this sermon, I was talking about my story. I said, you know how hard it was, you got some BTS, you know, backstage stuff, because nobody knew really what was going on. And I told you, we laughed together. Laugh at my pain, no, I don't feel bad, don't feel bad. But we laughed together about the story. But I I kinda want you to take some time. We're gonna play this video. It's a one minute and 15 seconds. I said it, but I want you guys to see it. Can you guys play the video, please? For the Joel Marcellus So, thank um, my senior pastors. They're not here today, but I, I thank them for giving me, for allowing me to stand here, and thank all the pastors here today. And I want to thank you too, um, guys. I know some of you are praying for me right now and saying, "Oh my God, don't let you all sing, sir." So don't sing, those songs. because my plan was that like, you know, I wanted just to, to sing. Like, Jesus. Mm. 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 Yeah, that was my plan. You know, I went to preach my sermon to see, major this morning. Mm. <laughs> but I think I have to preach. You know, I have to speak instead. <laughs> I was 110 pounds. Got good, what he doing? <laughs> oh my gosh, that, that, <laughs> that was probably 12 years, 12, 13 years ago, and that was my first time preaching ever. I, after this video, I, I kind of want to talk to you about this. The story that I was telling you before is the same guy, but we're different. The first one has doubt. Say that I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I come from Haiti, I have an accent. Why would you ask me to preach? The second one in the video still have doubt. still believe that he wasn't good enough to do this. Still feel like, man, why you call me to do this? But the difference between the first one when they call me and this guy on stage right now, I still have doubt, but I take a step. I was still thinking it, what am I going to do? But I said, I believe God can do it. I'm not going to lie to you and say that I got on stage and I was like comfortable. I was still thinking about the things that I don't have. Still thinking that I wasn't good. But it was no longer about how I feel. I didn't call myself I didn't ask to preach God made a way and if he called you he's going to equip you maybe there's someone here you're thinking you said that I'm not good man I've done some stuff even this morning I did a lot of things I wasn't supposed to do. Maybe you're here you thinking that uh, I don't have enough. And you know sometimes God don't tells you what the plan is on purpose. Because we like to talk And the enemy who doesn't have access to your future, if he tells you what the future holds, you're going to start talking. And he got like some people, some of his angels around you was listening. What did he say? Oh, he's going to be what? Oh, so that's the plan. So let me try to find a way to keep putting things in his mind so that I can stop him From God's purpose. Maybe you were here today. You said, "Joel, that's me." I've been dealing with this idea that I am not good. I've been dealing with this idea. My past—I've been talking about my past, the mistakes that I made for so long that I know God calls me. I know He did. I know I'm supposed to do this work. I'm supposed to get the promotion. I'm supposed to have a family. I'm supposed to uh, be the best mother and father. And I know that, but I'm stuck. I'm stuck, man. I don't know what to do. You have to reframe your mind and know that the ones who called you (laughs) let me tell you what he said to Jeremiah again before I formed you that's Jeremiah 1 verse 5 before I formed you in the womb I knew you before you were born I set you apart I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Jeremiah 29, he says this, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. The enemy cannot give you a future because he doesn't know it. God can give you a future because he knows it. He holds your future in his hands. Thank you so much for listening. To hear more messages like this one, please be sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel. And if you like what you heard, please consider sharing with your friends because it helps so much. Don't forget to connect with us at our website, thecoolchurch.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at WeAreCoolChurch. And always remember that you were created out of love.